Welcome back. Ashley, Al, and I are here to discuss Chapter 5, Iteration and Failing Fast to Learn, of Dr. Gail Allen's book, The New Pillars of Modern Teaching. Ashley will get our conversation started about the ideas in our final chapter. Dr. Allen describes iteration as a process that involves soliciting feedback, reflecting on it, and responding to it by creating something new. It's a cycle of continuous improvement through doing. As educators, I believe this is embedded in much of what we do. We design learning experiences and make tweaks through the process of iteration, and often we're making the decisions in real time. First period never looks or feels like seven. True or false? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. So true. Yeah. So take creative risks and experiment with aspects of lesson design. You don't know what's going to work at first, but the feedback you receive leads to self-reflection, and you make tweaks that improve your work. So through tons of tiny iterations, your lessons grow more and more innovative, and you are learning by doing. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And one of the things that I, I want to jump off um, with this topic is also just reminding um, first-year teachers that Ugh. this process is at work in the things you're doing. So don't be so overwhelmed with the fact that um, your lesson doesn't look like someone else down mm -hmm. the hallway, but just understanding that it is a process of being able to learn your students and be able to adjust and be able to continue to improve the things you're doing. So Yeah, you're just starting to find your workflow. You know, and exactly. getting your schedule down and, and that sort of thing. So that takes that takes a lot for a first-year teacher. Well, and I think the first-year teachers are more concerned about the content than anything else. Yep. Just mastering that <laughs> little piece. Well, no, that's not a little piece. That's a huge piece. Yeah. <laughs> huge piece. But mastering that first and then dealing with every other moving part mm -hmm. in the classroom. Well, and I think my first year, I was exactly like you said, trying to master the content. So I just did. I delivered it however the other mm -hmm. teachers were delivering it mm -hmm. until I kind of started a better way or maybe not necessarily a better way, but a, a, a style that fits me better and Found fit my kids Found your teaching better. voice. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and I think that whole idea of finding your teaching voice applies with technology, with design, all of that curation, what works best for you, Absolutely. feedback tools, which work best for you. So all of those pieces together. Agreed. All right. So the next part of this chapter, we dive into failure as a path to learning. So um, one of the things is failure is not a step backwards. I think failure sometimes can be something that we um we, we use as kind of a, a bad word, um, but failure is really an opportunity for you to be able to expand your learning, and it's an opportunity for you to be able to kind of step forward into um, greater success. And so there are a number of different opportunities for us to be able to do this in teaching um, from a variety of, whether it's that lesson that you try out for the first time or that new tech tool that um, everyone's raving about and you give it a try and it completely bombs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's an opportunity for you to make that decision of whether you're going to continue to give it a try or continue to with adjustments or you're going to just completely give it up and not do it anymore uh, just because it failed in this one instance. You know what, can I share just a little anecdote? Sure. I was talking to a teacher and they were on a campus with limited connectivity and not a whole lot of access to technology or devices. And there was one teacher that just kept doing and doing and doing and trying and trying new tools and trying new things. And I asked her, like, why do you, why are you, why do you keep at it? What's your motivation behind it? She says, because I get bored. Mm -hmm. I get bored doing the mm -hmm. same thing every time. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really enlightening. Mm -hmm. I love that that teacher was so willing to try new things and just right. being um, afraid of being bored. But what about the teachers who have that perfection paralysis, as Dr. Allen said, and they are just afraid to step outside their comfort zone. They have that mindset. It's like, I've already got this. Then what, um, 
what it, what happens when I try something new and it bombs. Well, and I, isn't it true that like there are many teachers that are kind of have that type A personality? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes, we're all the experts. Yes. I mean that's yes. what, that's what we love about teaching is we love the content so much and we're great storytellers or we can get it across in mm-hmm. so many different ways. So it is so scary to try something new. And um, recently in one of our academies, I was trying to push teachers to try something that was not tech. We were doing a little bit of sketch noting, and I was really surprised at how many teachers were afraid to share their sketch notes. They said, I'm not an artist. I can't do this. This is not for me. And we were trying to say, no, growth mindset, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Right. But that per- perfection paralysis really hit. So um, maybe that's a function of like comparing your work to others, do you think? Well, I and I think that's what it is for students, for, for sure. sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, one thing that re- kind of relates back to the feedback chapter and talking about the learning culture, I had a teacher tell me that his principal completely um, embraced the idea of trying and learning and failing. And I love this because he said, the principal just said, put a note outside your door that said, teacher learning in progress. And that was an indication not to come in and evaluate. The administrators were welcome to come in and observe and learn along with the teacher. But it was just that one extra step to show that it is okay to learn and try and fail, try something again. Mm -hmm. So if the teacher isn't the type that is just like, I'm going to try something new because I'm bored, Mm -hmm. then this may be an opportunity for them to um, just step outside their comfort zone just a little bit and try something. So Yeah, that's that's what a wonderful setup. I would love to work in that on that campus. Definitely. That safe space. And so and definitely it's a partnership. And so I think that ties into some T test things as well. Yeah, well and as you mentioned, like how how are administrators cultivating that that wanting to try something new sort of spirit on their in their on their campus or in their district? Well, one thing in the book, it says, get comfortable with failure and um, see it's all about learning and that failure is normal. And so something for the teachers to realize Mm -hmm. for those type A teachers and then really get something like that for our students to realize. Yeah. I mean, we are all about continuous improvement. Right. Right. And sometimes you got a little dip in that graph. Right. (laughs) Sometimes you have to realize what doesn't work so that you can find out what does work. Right. And that's just part of any kind of learning process. Right. An improvement process. Right. Yeah, I think even think about the administrators and the fact that during this, during those times of being able to, as they're, you may do something and you have the best intentions and it fails, even as an administrator giving that little bit of understanding um, to administrators and administrators also giving that to themselves as well, um, to be okay with that process of having to improve things that they've done that maybe didn't work exactly how they want it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think the just the fact of being able to just create that environment that goes both ways, that there is there's that level of, hey, we're all trying to improve and we're trying to get better at the Absolutely. things that we're doing because at the end of the day, we want to support students and give them the absolute best that we can. And sometimes that means that we have to take things back to the drawing board and completely redo it. Uh, maybe sometimes that means that we need to look at and evaluate and tweak that one area that could really um, bring a lot of value um, to the things that we're trying to create. I always think it's very interesting when you um, when people start to think about um, this concept. Is if, you, if you really start to look at some of the apps that we've used um, in the past and how they've evolved over time, uh, some of those things, those, those evolutions that have been caused by failure. 
um, whether that's um, the way Facebook handled certain things in the past and how those things have completely changed, or maybe it's a way that um, Google um, handled certain things when it came to Google Classroom. I mean, is, oh, yeah. does Google Classroom look anything like it looked right. when it first came out? Um, so I think some of those things that we have to just be mindful that these things are happening in a number of different industries in. We have to be comfortable with them happening also uh, mm -hmm. within our classrooms and our campuses. And just one more thing about the administrator side of things real quickly is have a, administrators should be modeling taking risks and trying new things with their staff. Oh, yes. absolutely. You know, like those administrators who are flipping the informational part of faculty meetings, putting that in a video or some other package so that doesn't take time away from the face-to-face -face collaborative piece. I mean, that's really... Um, can give an educator uh, inspiration mm -hmm. to also take those risks and try something new that might not work. I recently met with a group of administrators and I was trying to encourage them to try a new tool to model this for their teachers. And I said, please say to your teachers, I just learned this tool yesterday right. and you all are going to be my guinea pigs. I just want you to see how this works mm -hmm. and I'm trying it for the first time. I hope you'll take this back and use it in your class. So right. got to model it. Absolutely. Thank you all for joining us. Check out the site for the final learning task and resources related to this part of the book. Continue sharing on Twitter at our hashtag R10EDU and be sure to subscribe to our digital learning radio podcast to hear a bonus episode later this week with Dr. Gail Allen. Until then, as Katie Martin says, if we want to change how students learn, we must change how teachers learn. <laughs>